What's up, kinksters? This is Kinky S6 with Kristen. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> we're here to pleasure all your holes, so let's jump into it. Hey, I did it right. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you almost messed it up, and I was so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're reading Four Daddies. And for Christmas. For Christmas. It is a Kindle Unlimited. Oh, did you not buy the actual book? No, because I couldn't. You couldn't? No, it was just through Kindle Unlimited. Some authors do that. that. Yeah. So let me open that book back up. Was not prepared, clearly. Oh. It's by Casey Crown? It is. Um, I need to go into the Amazon store. I just opened the book up on my Kindle app. Oh, well, if you tap on the book, you can go to the About the Book page. It's okay. Four daddies for Christmas. So hard to find because apparently there's no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it is a reverse harem, which is exciting because Kristen's never read one. But it <laughs> says, my family's failing farm and my father's debt has me on edge. Luckily, a chance rescue could be my ticket out. An adorable set of twins need childcare, and their legal guardians are four insanely hot uncles. Three reasons why this can't work. One, all four brothers are constantly working out in their mansion. Two, they're older and more experienced in all facets of life. Three, it appears I've ignited a desire in them, and they can't just be brushed under the rug. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm beyond turned on by all four of them. But the weather calls for a scary winter storm, a storm that brings all sorts of trouble, not to mention unexpected surprises. And it is a full-length standalone reverse harem. And there is a bit of age gap. And I think that's it, actually. Was there age gap? Yeah, because Mac was like 39. Okay. And he was only just a little bit older than the rest of them. The rest of them. Did they say how old Aubrey was? Aubrey was in her early 20s. Okay. So, I mean, like... It's not a huge age gap. It's it's like a 10-year age gap. Yeah. Maybe 15 at the most. Yeah. It was still all legal. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But, yes. What? There was a paperback for this? Damn it. This makes me sad. I missed out. Oh, well. I thought it was just Kindle Unlimited. It's okay. You can buy it in paperback. Okay. Boo. I missed out. Anyway. Okay. So, the woman who this synopsis is written from, her name was Aubrey. Aubrey. That's right. Downing. Because she owned Downing Farm after her father passed. Yep. And her friend, Aggie. Aggie. What was her actual name? Do you remember? Because she was a lesbian. Right. That's... And they joked about that they should just marry each other, but Aggie was like, you're not my type. I'm sorry. Right. It's like, I love you dearly as a friend, but you're not my type romantically. Yeah. She was too tall and thin and gorgeous, apparently. Yep. She yep. liked her ladies a little bit more thick. Probably also a little nerdier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Augustine? Maybe. They both had pretty, like, old people names. Yeah. Yeah, but they lived at Donning Farm, and they ran the farm together. Yep. And then up about a, 
like the property next to them because they owned about 50 acres. Yeah. Was 1,000 acres farm. Well, well it's a ranch. <laughs> I mean, after a certain acreage, you turn, you go from a farm to a ranch. <laughs> well, it was called 1,000 acre farm. Because it had 1,000 acres. Yep. That's giant. Yep. That is giant. It's <laughs> you're not, huge. You're not farming all that land. You were letting animals wander and then it becomes a ranch. Yep. As someone who spent way too much time on farms, <laughs> can attest. Farms for plant for planting, which is what the girls are going to do in the spring. Yeah, ranches are for animals. Animals, but uh, yeah, and that's where the four brothers live with their niece and nephew. Yep, four actual real life brothers. Yep. <laughs> I started reading it and I was like, oh God, they're actually brothers. Yep. And I texted you and I was like, oh dear, oh dear, how is this going to work? <laughs> Worked just like I thought it would. I was like, damn it. Yep. This world is so corrupt and weird and gross. I don't know of any siblings that would actually be okay with the events that happened in this book. Right. That's my thing. Like, why are we okay with siblings thinking, like, I'm not kink shaming. I just feel like there's a difference between kink and wanting to have sex with your sister or brother. Right. Well, they didn't want to have sex with each other. They just wanted to have sex with Aubrey. But they all wanted to have sex with Aubrey so much that they didn't care that the other men were in the room. Yeah. But the fact that they were siblings is what bothers me. Yeah, because to me, I feel like that's a lot of fluid and rubbing and nudity together in the same room. Right. And a lot of intense emotions, and even if that emotion is horniness, going on in the same room to be like, yeah, I'm cool with my brother being here for this. Yeah. Like, no. No, that's not healthy. No. No. That should have happened before. This wasn't the first time. I know, like... Okay, your family is really fucked up if your parents raised you to share everything, including women. Yeah. Like, there's a fine line between, I love my siblings, we spend a lot of time together, and, hey, we love each other so much, we're gonna fucking marry the same girl. Right. Which, spoiler alert. How the fuck do they like? Who's marrying? Who's marrying her? I don't know. Are they gonna go through like an actual like marriage ceremony? I I don't know. There is um, if you subscribe to the newsletter, she does have a years later. It no. said that at the end of the epilogue, it said, "Hey, you nope. can do this." I didn't read it. I didn't subscribe to the newsletter. Neither did I. But I w- I am kind of curious as to how it's going to work out and if they actually like you said did they are they actually going to get married and like why was mom and dad so cool with their four sons like the four sons are living in this one giant mansion with their their grandchildren fucking the same woman together like it's not like they're taking turns with her and I mean, like, it's cool if you all love the same woman and she loves you all equally. I am here for it. Even if you're brothers. Okay. I I can accept that. What I cannot accept is the fact that all five of them get down together and do the dirty in the bedroom together. Right. And, like, the dicks are close to each other, if not rubbing each other. Because, like, you imagine you're, like, doing anal and, like, you're getting double stuffed, right? Well, they didn't, though. 
Well, not in the book. Not in the book, no. But it's gonna happen, okay? And then the dicks are rubbing against each other in the like right. when she's getting double stuffed, right? Because and there's even a then, tiny, tiny amount of space in between. And even then, when she's like gobbling down one dick while the brother's fucking her from behind, I mean, like there's there's space, there's dick, there's my brother's face, like yeah. Like, yeah, I'm fucking this lady while my brother's dick's in my face. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I want. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try not to get caught up on that. It's very hard not to. You want to say something about it, too, don't you? <laughs> you're like, I feel everything you're feeling, Jamie. <laughs> I do. Yes. Because, Yeah. Well, then, spoiler alert, again, she was pregnant at the end. Yeah, and she doesn't know or care whose baby it is. Nope. She's like, it's one of theirs, hee-hee. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, this is going to be the best Christmas ever. I'm going to give them their gift, and I'm going to tell them I'm pregnant. And sure enough, even Mom and Dad were excited she was having a baby. Like, yep. why are you excited? You don't even know who the father is. It could be one of your son's. You know, like, it could be any one of your sons. You don't know. And they're like, we don't care. We're just getting a grandchild. Yay. Yeah. Like, do they consider all four children, like, all four of their sons the same child? I don't know. Because they all kind of look the same, and they all were in the military, and they all kind of act the same. I mean, they're all slightly different, but they do act very similar. They're all, like, I had so much trouble keeping them apart in my head. I reading did too. This. <laughs> I would be in the middle of a chapter and be like, wait a second, which boy am I reading? And then I would have to go back and figure out which one it was. Right. I think Tyler was the sweet one, but he was never really sweet. He wasn't really there. And then, um, uh, let me see. Then there was Mac. He was the oldest and the leader. Yep. And he was kind of grumpy. Yep. But not as grumpy as the other M name. Marcus. Yeah. Which Tyler and Marcus are twins. Yes. And the middle child's Adam, and we all kind of just forgot about Adam. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's really how that went down. You were just like... And then the twins, um, Hattie and Henry, Uh they were pretty much the same, even though, like, they were a boy and a girl. Well, Hattie was a little bit more shy. They were the same fucking character, Kristen. They treated the (laughs) twins like the same child. Where one went, the other one w- went. Yes. What they ate, they all ate the same. They all did the same. They never separated. And I know that's something twins do. Because my brother and I are Irish twins. So our family raises like twins. So we'd wear, we'd always be together. Always. Like, I have pictures where I was younger and I was wearing the same thing my brother was. Huh. Despite being like a year older. Because we were treated like Irish, like twins because we were Irish twins. Irish twins were when you were born less than a year apart from each other. Mm. Um, my brother and I are 11 months and two weeks apart. Wow. Both February birthdays. And yes. So we were just like, so I get it. It's kind of realistic, but at the same time, it's hard for the reader. Yeah. Cause other than Henry splitting off and starting the story, you never see them apart. Right. Um, um, it starts off on Thanksgiving. It does start off on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And she's pregnant by Christmas. Yep. 
God damn. It's a pretty <laughs> short time frame. Yeah. Where all of a sudden they're and they're gone for like 10, 10 to twelve days in there too on a mission. Yep. They're like, yeah, we just gotta go to fucking Eastern Europe for a little bit. Sorry about this. I know we just talked about our relationship and just established that there is a relationship. And I know we just all fucked, but we gotta bounce. Have fun with our kids. Yep. <laughs> and they come back and they're like, hey, how is everything? And then they're like, Oh, by the way, there's this warlord that might come by. <laughs> we need to make sure you're safe. And there's this creepy dude hanging around, which happens to be the biological father of the twins. But, you know, just ignore him. It's fine. We've got enough money. You know? And it's just like, mm, this doesn't seem kosher. Right. Like, as an actual, like, that's a lot for somebody's beginning of their relationship. Yes. And then... Top it off. It's hard. It's hard enough when two people are in a relationship, but when you're in a poly relationship, you have so many emotions and thoughts mm-hmm. to balance. I feel like having five people plus a warlord and a bio dad trying to get custody of the kids they all love. Like it's just yeah. like a lot. Yes. And like all of a sudden, she loves these kids after like. Like, right off the bat, she's like, oh, I love your kids. They're wonderful. I'm going to keep them. Like, Yeah, she bonded with the kids very quickly. None of this seems healthy, Kristen. (laughs) I feel like... I don't know. That's my opinion. Uh, So it starts off on Thanksgiving. Aubrey is chasing a llama because he got loose. His name is George. And then she ends up finding Henry. She hears this little ow off in the distance. And then she finds Henry. And then she takes care of him. And then she runs into Mac and Adam. Um, and they're like, what are you doing with our boy? And she was like, oh, I found him. I was taking him back to my place to get him cleaned up. Yeah. 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 And they were like, oh, my God, she's so hot. But she's trying to kidnap her nephew. Yep. And she's like. I'm being responsible, I think. Like, you guys are hot, too. Are you trying to fuck? Like, <laughs> I mean, she almost hits my levels of horniness. Almost. But, like... Well, but she also hasn't had sex in who knows how long. Right. Like, she even talks to Augie about that. Aggie. Yeah, it was, like, at least... It's been over a year, at least. Yeah. Maybe longer. And Augie's like, fuck. You need to go in and dust those cobwebs off. Yep. Which I agree. I'm, I mean, fuck, she could have fucked all four of them in separate rooms on separate beds. Yep. Or, you know, she could have even kept her pattern of doing it outside. Because she fucked at least two of them outside. Yep. There was the scene where they had sex out on the porch. Uh-huh. And then there was the scene in the barn with the animals. Yes. Yes. And the llamas were staring. Which I feel that, because Kitty, how heavy it is, or no. the kickback, or anything like that. No. I'm guessing most readers don't. But as someone who lives in a military buff, who's played a lot of fucking Call of Duty, thanks to my son, um, I will show you. These things are um, 
Yeah, they weigh 25 pounds. Like, you're hauling this motherfucker around. 25 pounds. Jeez. That's just the gun. Now imagine shooting that thing fast and hard. Like, you're going to have, like, clearly, if you're just going in on a mission and you don't expect anything to go south, you're not bringing one of these motherfuckers with you. No. They either expected things to go south or are planning for things to go south. Or, because you're not. Obviously, they were planning for something to go wrong. Right, but she made it, she, the way she wrote it, they were, like, weren't planning for that at all. She even said that. They weren't expecting anything bad to happen. The first time they ran into the bad guy, and uh, Marcus got shot through the shoulder. Uh Uh-huh. And Tyler was the one that had to whip out the M60, like, where the fuck did the M60 come from? Because you're not hauling 25 extra pounds of gear unless you have to. Well, wasn't the M60 what Marcus was using? Like, he had it mounted and he was using it? He did. Marcus was using it. And then once Marcus was shot, like, he switched places with Tyler, I thought. But maybe not. Maybe it was just Marcus the whole time. But you see the two front legs on that thing? Uh That's where he mounted it. Like, so what he would do is you prop that onto something, like, really strong. Like, um, if you're at a shooting range, it's usually a huge pile of sandbags or Uh a really sturdy... Like, you don't just put it on a table because this motherfucker is going to move. Right. Because it's like, I'm not exaggerating when I shake my body like this. Oh, no, I know. Like I, I've shot a rifle before. I know they kick back. But so you, that's going to be even worse because it's 25 pounds of gun and it's going to have power behind it. Yes. Because yeah. the rounds are a 7.62 um, by... 51 millimeters. So the circumference is 762 and it's 51 millimeters long. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. These things are, and it comes on like this giant belt and it feeds through it Mm -hmm. in like minutes. So like, first of all, I don't know how a man with a shot arm was able to shoot that thing. I don't think he did. Exactly. I think that's when they they switch because he could not have fucking done that shit. No. Two. Why the fuck do they have an M60 with them if they're not planning to use it? Because you don't pull that ammo and that gun around unless you're gonna use it. Right. Like that's not something you have on your like you AK. I could have heard AK AR fifty one or AR fifteen. I could have heard like any number of assault rifles and I would have been like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But a fucking M60, you're just gonna whip that thing out of your fucking ass? And I'm like... Because you just know it, you know it's a big gun that shoots really fast? Like, be realistic. Like, do a little research. Clearly. She didn't. She, she said, I know video games. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's what it was. She played, like, she either played enough video games or saw like movies or something and she didn't do enough research or she just googled fast gun she might have she might have done like like surface layer research on military and guns but i would have heard if i had said that to josh he would have heard at least 50 reasons why that does not work in that scene well and now i understand and i didn't have any <laughs> issues with it yeah because i didn't understand oh i knew it i like i shot an M4, which is a babier version of that. Still fully automatic, right? Okay. That thing almost knocked me on my ass. <laughs> and, like, before that, I shot an MP5, which is um, a semi-automatic version. And then, like, 
a Walter PK something or another. I don't know. We but okay, so in that same scene, the 1911, uh-huh. did you know what she was talking about there? No. Okay. The 1911, I can actually show you cuz we have one. We have a Rock Island 1911. We used to have um oh goodness, was it a Taurus? Or it was no, it wasn't a Taurus cuz it had a, a four digit serial number on it. Like it was one of the original 1911s. Hmm. From the first run. And then it was stolen, which was sad. So, but because I enjoy shooting a 45 at the range, um, we bought another 1911. This one's just a Rock Island. A Rock Island's a really great brand of gun. But, um, yeah, it's like what you would think of as an average pistol. Huh. I guess is the best way of doing it. I'll just show you a picture because I don't feel like going and fighting my cat to get to the gun. Um. <laughs> They use 45 rounds, which is a heftier round and can kill somebody. So I'm glad she used that one instead of a fucking Glock. God damn. But yeah, like. Smith and Weston, Cabela's, like. But yeah, like the average 1911 is a 45. This is what okay. you think of as a pistol. Yeah. This is not what the military gives you as standard no. issue. So, like, he clearly just favored a forty-five. Yeah. As a sidearm. But she knew that women reading this book would not know enough. Yes. Or she thought that. <laughs> <laughs> she clearly did not anticipate weirdos like me that know enough about the military to know that that scene was off. I'm not saying I'm an expert by any means because I only get to hear stories from Josh and all of his readings of all of the lovely books on tanks and guns that we have in our house uh-huh. and his father's experience of, Oh, I don't know, 10 years in the Marines and 10 years in the national guard. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you just happen to know all of this stuff and I just didn't. Right. Like, cause I just happen to know it from as an, as a, also as a writer, when I go to write a scene like that, I was like, Josh, is this something that's possible? Is this something I could do with this kind of machinery? Right. One time when I was writing for Life and Death, I was trying to come up with demon fighting bullets. And I was like, could I do a hollow point with holy water in it? Or would the holy water evaporate before it got in there? And And Josh and I worked together for like a half hour. To build the perfect bullet for killing demons. <laughs> <laughs> that was plausible that this five foot two lady could shoot. That's awesome. <laughs> and I know that's dedication most authors don't put into their work. But like just right. a little bit of effort would have been nice in that scene. Right. Yeah. Because that was the only scene we got to see them do any action other than the barn scene. And it was like mostly chaos. It was. So you didn't really... Like, you couldn't follow it like you wanted to. Yeah. Did you know, like, have a clear picture of what was going on, who was where, and what was going on? Kind of. Okay, kind of is not a clear picture. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tell me what you think happened in that scene. I'll tell you what I think happened in that scene, because I can tell you I don't have a clear picture. I'm kind of (laughs) confused. So, like... Uh, they were on the ground. Was it Adam that she was with? Yeah, I think sure. it was Adam that she was with. <laughs> and um, 
Because they just fucked in the barn. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, they had just fucked in the barn. And then he got on top of her and, like, held her down. And he was like, stay down. It's dangerous. And then... Quinkadink, I think not. At least the bad guys were kind enough to let them finish fucking. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't know how it happened or... Yeah, the sequence of events that led to this, but Balaban, which is the warlord, the bad guy, had gotten Aubrey. Oh, that's what <laughs> happened. That's what happened. That's what happened. He shot Adam. <laughs> because this happened behind the scenes. This happened while the There other- was a lot that happened between that getting to the point where Balaban, the bad guy, I'm just going to call him the bad guy, okay? Okay. The bad guy has Aubrey in the barn by the throat and all the brothers in the barn right a lot happened a lot happened a lot and she shared some of it i think but what happened in the barn was he got on there and then he shot adam and then he got aubrey and he had a gun to her head but meanwhile outside the guys are fighting and then they ended up getting into the barn and then there's a gun on the ground because there was two guys in there. Yeah. He shot one of them. And then there was a gun on the ground. And they. Um... Was there two guys or was there one guy with the bad guy? There was the bad guy and then another guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And. Adam. Because I think that's the one that she fucked in the bar. <laughs> okay. We're going to go with Adam. We're going to go with Adam. Um, shot the one guy and then um he got shot by Balaban um so he was on the ground and Aubrey was with him with Balaban and then the uh, the rest of the guys came in and um one of them did something <laughs> none of this is clear <laughs> that's my boy thank you they let the he let the llamas loose and then Aubrey punched the guy in the gut and then she grabbed the gun and she shot him. Okay, but we don't know anything but... Okay, that's my point. Like, <laughs> the chaos that happened before, it was just chaos. Like, they were fucking, then they weren't fucking, right? And they're about to right. leave the bar and then some people shoot. He gets... Adam gets shot and he lands on top of her and is like, stay down, we're taking fire and then some brothers scream some shit and then like people they start shooting back and like i think they run for the house but they get pinned down or something no they stayed in the barn they didn't run to the house someone tried to run to the house at some point and i don't know who the fuck tried to do that it was one of the other brothers (laughs) and then someone got a hold of a truck and was running people over with the truck yes and i and I don't know how he didn't finish everybody. If he had a fucking truck that was bulletproof like a fucking tank, he should have killed everybody. Right. No. Instead, you know what happens? Chaos. He got Chaos. out of the truck. He got out of the fucking truck and went to the barn with his brothers. And I don't even know what brother was driving the truck. I don't know what brother would call 911 at one point. Cause somebody called the police. Yeah, somebody called the police. I don't fucking know what was going on. Like, I don't really know. Because outside of the sex scenes, she wasn't very good. (laughs) Like, the sex scenes were fire. Don't get me wrong. The sex scenes were great. I'm still horny from reading it this morning. Which, 
you know, that's your water, not mine. Here's my water. <laughs> the sex scenes were great. It they weird. were. It just if you me could out. get out of the fact that they were all brothers. I pretended like they weren't. Right. I said, like, that was once I said they're not brothers in my head. They're all the same person. <laughs> it, worked, it actually worked thinking it was one crazy man with four different personalities. <laughs> four, <laughs> four different people. <laughs> Just one guy. Yep, one guy. Look, I read a lot of supernatural books. There's one, like, one guy could split himself into four different parts. Right. He could do it. Right. He could also grow some extra arms. Like, I was, the book I was reading before this book, Hex. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so she was getting, ta- like, fucked in the ass by this guy's tail while he was fucking her. And nice. Yeah. Like, she had, like, all of her holes filled in, everything being touched by this one demon. So, I mean, like, why is it that one guy can't be schizophrenic and, like, pretend to be his brother four different places and, like, fuck this woman? <laughs> I mean, everybody needs love, right? Yeah. That needs to be a romance right there. <laughs> a schizophrenic that, like, pretends to be four different guys. Another thing, you were talking about inconsistencies. The cover of this book does not reflect what she actually looks like. Because doesn't she actually have, like, red curly hair? No, she had, like, my color, like, a dark brown, almost blackish color, curls. And the cover is blonde. Yeah. And and she's white. White as shit. Right. And And though they call her olive, they say that her skin is olive. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. The inconsistencies. And then you're, like, four daddies for Christmas. Like, it should have been four daddies for Thanksgiving and a baby for Christmas. (laughs) Because really, that's when the the dads popped into her life was like, yeah, yeah, no. There's just a lot of inconsistencies. At least she was good with grammar and she used yeah. some big words in there, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. The sex scenes were nice. The sex scenes were very nice. I mean, like, but again, that's what you're reading those books, these books for. You're not reading them to get become more intellectually <laughs> challenged or anything you're there to read them get hot and maybe get off yeah i don't know what other people do with their books i i know i get off sometimes reading books right but i also know my mother-in-law reads these books ah so i don't know she's just like reading them on the bus going to work <laughs> Like, I try not to think about those things. I know when I was first reading them when I was, like, in my early 20s or, um, like, an older teenager, um, I I just read them to get the nice warm fuzzies because this was before I masturbated. So, yeah. Oh. I don't think there was ever a time I didn't masturbate once I hit puberty. Oh. Which I, okay, my mom is probably more open about sex than I was. My mom was probably more open about sex than I am. Sorry, I reversed those in the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, because my mom passed. Right. So, but yeah, I, I talk about sex in a healthy manner, and we have boundaries in our house about what we talk about uh-huh. with our son. Mom had no boundaries. 
Gotcha. She, she ordered us porn before porn was available on the internet. Wow. She had condoms available anytime. We could just have sex whenever. Wow. She'd talk about sex all the time. Like, it wasn't a big deal in our house. See, it was in mine. I grew up in a very Christian household. Yeah. See, <laughs> complete opposite over here. Like, yeah. Yeah. Complete opposite household. I'm that horror story most people think of when they think of freelance parenting. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> because it was sex and drugs. Yep. I'm like, I turned out okay, I guess. I think so. Yeah. No. But I, I think, like, I don't know. I, we've told Jack, we're like, look, man, we're not going to let you just go around drinking and having, we're not going to let you, like, have sex in the house. We're not going to be like, what you do when we're not around, we just hope you do safely because we're not going to be there to make choices. We just hope you make the right choices. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to condone you dr- going out and getting drunk or having parties. We're not going to support that kind of behavior by allowing you to do it in the house and things like that. Right. Because drugs, even weed, I'm, I am an avid marijuana smoker it, now that it's legal here in the U.S. or in Missouri. And uh, I'm like, dude, you I'm not going to let you smoke weed until you're 21. Yeah. Because you, your brain needs to fully develop. Right. And even though your brain won't be fully, fully developed until 25, by 21, the majority of it's done. I thought it was 26. It depends on the person gotcha. and their puberty. Jack started early, puberty early, so I'm hoping he'll be done growing early. Gotcha. Um, so it'll probably be closer to like 23, 24. Huh. But I don't know. Every person's different. And so, uh, yeah, I'm like, look, on your 21st birthday, I will light up with you. But (laughs) I don't want to hear about you doing it before that. Right. Because it's it's just not good for a healthy brain. It's not. Just like being a hoe isn't necessarily the healthiest thing. Right. I mean, like, if you're an adult and you're a hoe, that's fine. Go ahead. But if you be safe about it. Right. Teenagers, they don't know how to be safe about things. So. I don't condone teenagers being hoes. Right. I mean, they're going to have sex, sure. But hopefully they do it in committed relationships with sex education, which, of course, isn't what's happening in the U.S. because we don't have a sex education. We don't have sex education here. I could give a full talk about that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Our sex education here is don't have sex, basically. Yep. Yep. That's our sex. No. They do separate the boys and girls and tell them about their parts and how it works. That's what happens in, like, elementary school. They do that in fifth grade, and then they do it again in seventh grade. Yeah. Um, in seventh grade, everybody's together. They don't separate you. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack, I remember, because he was in, when he had his first sex talk in fifth grade, um, it was over Zoom, so I was in the classroom, and I was just, oh. like, listening to, like, those boys, and Jack's just, like, he like turned off his camera at one point and goes and or muted because he's on mute and he just like looks at me and goes mom dude i already know all this stuff and i'm like i know because your parents actually teach you stuff about your body and about women's bodies too not just your own (laughs) and he's like and then we started giggling about the way she started terming things because she was trying to keep it like safe but she wasn't using the correct terms for things sometimes. Oh, goodness. And so Jack was just started dying. Because <laughs> I think she referred to the penis at one point as, like, a man's tool. 
Uh, and my little 10 year old or my nine year olds just like die. I'm like, mom, why won't you just call it a penis? That's what it is. <laughs> because some people have issues with the words. I know. And he cracks me up when Jack, it makes him laugh too. Can't wait until he gets to sex talk in health in eighth grade because they're not doing it this year. Ah. They're doing it in eighth grade. Um, and actually, after he finishes his eighth grade, we're going to send him to a camp run by a church camp, but it's specifically about sex and God. Huh. And it's a very comprehensive camp where they talk about boys and girls, but more than that, they talk about relationships and, you know, how to like navigate those waters in a healthier way. Huh. And I'd really like him to go there and, and at least experience it and get that side of things. Yeah. And I mean, it's not so much abstinence culture, but because I mean, like they include LGBTQ communities and stuff, but at the same time, they're very, they're like, we don't want you to have sex because of God. Right. But this is how sex works. And this is a healthy way of looking at sex and partners and relationships. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So there, there, there are tools available for you in this state, but there you have to go search for them. Right. Or you could just read this naughty book <laughs> <laughs> and learn how sex works. You know, as she deep throats one brother and takes the other one up the butt. No, there wasn't any butt stuff. In there was. One. Remember, she got really surprised when it went in. No. Pretty sure there was no butt stuff in I'm this. I'm pretty sure there was a butt stuff. Because she was like, ooh. No. There was no butt was stuff. Was I imagining butt stuff? Because I was like, this is weird without butt stuff. Like, But I'm pretty sure there was. There wasn't. Okay. I'll take your word on it. But I'm pretty sure there was. Did you maybe read the triad in the preview to the next book? No. I stopped. I, as soon as I could stop, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it says 89% on my book. I was like, and I'm done. Yeah. Okay. No, there wasn't any butt stuff. Maybe I was hoping for butt stuff. Maybe. Because I was hoping for butt stuff. Dude, it didn't make sense why no one popped a a penis in her butt. It just didn't make sense. Maybe because they were brothers and they didn't want to be that close. (laughs) Maybe. But I mean, at this point, you're like fucking a girl while your brother is getting sucked off by her and his penis is right next to your face I feel like we've already crossed some thresholds that you might as well just accept it it's possible I don't know okay so this month our word clearly is reverse harem because not everybody knows what that is (laughs) Um, because we didn't want to do incest Right. How do we want to define this? I don't know. Um. Okay. Does everybody know what a harem is? I don't know. Uh, I know what a harem is because, well, like I am very much into reverse harems. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, so it's kind of like sister wives, but the opposite. So a reverse harem is a plural. Re- um, a group of someone's boyfriends and or husbands in a polyamorous household. A situation in anime or magna. Mag, magna. <laughs> um, 
manga in which a woman is the love interest of three or more men. Hmm. So two don't even count because that's a thruple. Yeah. Or a triad. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Basically sister wives, but with women instead of men. Hmm. Yeah. So that's our that's our uh, lovely, lovely uh, word of the month. Yep. You know, because, I mean, come on. We both want to be gangbanged. Yes. We both want to be in that spot where they got, like, with, like, three to five guys on top of us having their way. It sounds fun. It does. So I would I'm, love to have all of my holes filled. Wouldn't that be fun? I would enjoy that. Um, next month we are reading Taken by Fate. It's an Alpha Territories book. Do you have the back? Rep? Or are you going to read the synopsis? Um, I don't have it. Oh, okay. Um, do you have it? I do, but I can just read the synopsis too. Okay. And because I think they're the same thing. Okay. Okay. Now that we got that little bit. Aha. There's the read more. All right. Plucked out of a collector's pens, auctioned off to vampire contingent, and sent across the ocean to the Alpha Territories was not exactly how I planned to spend my week. Actually, scratch that. I had planned the first bit, but I was supposed to be sold to the werewolves so I could save my friend from fate worse than death. Instead, the bloodsuckers have me, and so far, it's not going great. I've been shoved in a corset, made to look like an extra on the cast of Bridgerton, all to take part in the Harvest Games. Think The Bachelor set in the 1800s, but all the men are vampires, and then added a silently terrified Squid Games element to the mix? No problem. My goal, besides keeping the number of holes in my body to the current norm, is more than surviving. It's escaping the inescapable, finding my way to the werewolf territory, and getting Jordan back. Cue the political strife. Armed with nothing more than a super sharp hairpin, my questionable charm, and an irrational amount of optimism, plans to get both me and my bestie out alive or in full swing, until the general of the vampire army and his molten eyes light me on fire and leave me wandering if escape is what I want after all. Maybe one extra set of holes wouldn't be the worst thing ever. <laughs> and the tags for it are fantastic. Let me see if I can get to them. Um, going up. Tropes. Enemies to lovers. That's always fun. Alpha male. Ooh, yes please. Vampire age gap. Yes daddy. <laughs> daddy with fangs. Fang daddy? Fang daddy. I like that. <laughs> Grumpy slash sunshine. Um, forced proximity. I love it. Bride selection. Ooh, we got a taste of that in Katie Roberts. We did. And then, who did this to you? Wonder what that trope is. Who did this to you? Yeah. Huh. I'm sure I've read that before because I've read like a lot of tropes. Um, but that one's very like I don't know. I don't know, but it's the first one in her it's the first one in her series. What's the series called? I don't know. The Alpha Territories, that's what the series is called. Yeah. And this one's followed by Hunted by Fate and then Claimed by Fate. They're not available, so this one's actually the first one. So if we like it, we can um read more. Read more. Cause who is it by? Shannon Mayer. Okay. M A Y E R. 
I think I said that right. Might have been Meyer. But I feel like Meyer would have an E. I think Mare is right. Okay. Yeah. Shannon. <laughs> I don't know why I like that name so much. <laughs> but yes. So there you go. And that's what we're doing next month. Yep. This month will mark once again our first full year of doing our podcast. Yep. In this format with the once a month. Yep. So far we're enjoying it. Please, you know, reach out to us. Let us know how you're liking it. If you have book suggestions or trope suggestions or anything like that. Fetish suggestions. Ooh, fetishes would be also good because then we could just find the book for the fetish. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, reach out to us on social media. I guess I'll talk to you. <laughs> I might like you more than the people in my life. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Kind of. <laughs> it depends on the people. Yes, it depends on the people. But <sighs> you're going to make me talk to you. No. <laughs> Uh, you could get Kristen too. Kristen's very like social media. I try to be. Yeah. Or at least for their podcast, I try to be. Right. Also, I make Jamie make all the posts and then I make the posts, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so I design and create all the posts that we put on our social media and then Kristen actually posts them. Yes, because I will forget. However. The lovely gentleman that sent us a... Did you see that hidden comment we had? No. Yeah, we had a hidden comment. And... They were saying something very suggestive that I enjoyed very much. And now it's gone. So I don't know if Instagram deleted it or if we deleted it. But... Probably Instagram. Yeah, probably because we don't delete comments. I never got back to him. And anyway, I'm sorry, we're taken. Oh, here it is. Any mistress available. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. I, I screenshotted. I screenshot it. So I'm sorry, Ray Robin. 6969. We're taken. So no no mistress is available here. <laughs> but if we ever become available, we'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. There you go. We're uh, I got nothing else. I mean, we I don't can, either. I can keep talking, like, if you like. I can go back to bitching about the inconsistencies of this book. But I feel like <laughs> we're at nearly, we're at, like, 50 minutes and me continuing to bitch about the fact that, you know, they're actual brothers, not just brothers in arms. I really hoped that was the case. I, I know. really hoped. I know. This incest porn, this this obsession with incest needs to stop. And yes, we're probably going to end up having to read a full incest porn book eventually. Well, at least step siblings or like <sighs> step parent or something. Not or something. actual. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could read an actual incest. Yeah, I don't think I could too. This one was hard enough. It was. And you're just like, ah, okay, okay. And actually, we debated on whether we were going to do reverse harem or if we were going to do incest for this one, but... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We figured, you know, it seems to be a, a wide enough um, 
a genre and people are really into it that uh um we'll do an incest one later yes yep um so follow us on social medias we are at kinkyistics on instagram twitter tiktok um and then i had to clean my toys today I am at zebra cakeys. That's zebra. I have three different animal. toys. I had to change the batteries in my rabbit. So my rabbit I'm has this really Twitter, fun, TikTok, like Instagram, it's a triple Snapchat. action. So like um, so, it's got yeah, the little bunny that tickles your clit, but then um, it's got the, these beads that rotate around, with us if you want, as well as going up and down in the shaft. And it's really um, fun. I killed the Twitter's batteries dying. in it again. I talked about Twitter dying last time. Um. um but yeah. Yeah. And then I also had to do my anal vibrator. That one had to get cleaned because I used it we'll yesterday. See you all next time. Bye. Bye.